welcome. Welcome to, to the Chunky. This is Jerry with Kevin, and I'm Jamie Taco. <laughs> oh, Jared, Jared, Jamie Taco is stealing my lines. I, I know that's what he does. All right. Well, fortunately, uh, I have a loving sincere... wife. <laughs> uh, according to what you've said on the podcast before, you might not. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk about edit, that. You're supposed to edit all those parts out. But all right. Yeah, fine. I forgot. Yeah, but let's welcome our, our special, special guest tonight, Nicholas Zarian, um, famously playing the amazing Jamie Taco um, in one of the most, uh, I don't know, the, the story arc of this sketch is amazing. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, I, the, the eternal question I, I want to get out there at the beginning, and I think Nicholas could have the most insight into this, is I think sometimes I think you should leave in spite of all of its like ridiculous humor. Sometimes it makes me feel like wistful or like, are they laughing at me for feeling that way? Uh, I don't think they're like <laughs> laughing at you for feeling that way. This is clearly like what they're trying to do is make this wholesome. Not every sketch that they're going to do is going to be the super funny stuff sometimes it's going to be something that like actually makes you feel like emotional and this is one that i think is actually heartwarming and (laughs) they did a very good job with it yeah it's uh whoever picked the music for this sketch it was perfect um all right so i'm gonna make a guess i'm sure but i know i believe you were in pop star is that correct yeah, that was uh, <laughs> I I had just like a small bit where like they're going through Connor for Real's like catchphrase song, and then oh, yeah. he has the doink the doink thing that people are uh, all <laughs> saying, and I'm like part of the montage of people going doink the doink. So it's it's not the biggest role, but like it was still cool to be able to do that. And, and... Uh... oh god. It kind of makes it coincidental and interesting to me that I've done something involved with Lonely Island twice now. Yeah, and Kevin, you're so there you're, is... you're you're jumping all over Jamie's lines here, so you need to calm down. <laughs> I'm, so, uh. I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm tacoing taco, but um, yeah. So did you do you think that helped uh, land this role, or did you just sort of audition blindly? Probably. I'm not sure. I auditioned for this off of a self-tape audition, so it was like... There's two types of auditions for anyone that's not aware. Normally, an audition pre-COVID. Before COVID, um, you would go to Hollywood at some casting studio and just wait your turn sign your name onto a sign-in sheet. They'd call you when they're ready for you, and then you'd go in, do your audition in front of a casting director, and then they redirect you, do it again, that's it, then you go home, wait to be called back. Um, then there's self-tapes, which are you, the guy auditioning, have to film yourself doing this, and then edit the video, send it into the casting director. That's what I did for this one. And I did recognize the name of the show, because I had seen the first season of this, and I was like, oh, hey, well, I, I kind of know the energy of this show and how it's surreal and bizarre. 
let me try <laughs> doing that. And I I decided to like for the audition have this weird Brooklyn accent that like totally wasn't real. <laughs> and then also like mispronounced Fajul on purpose because the line just seems so ridiculous of <laughs> randomly going to grab a bowl of Fajul in the middle of the like that that was part of the thing was it, it was the audition was just the um the bit where I'm on stage stealing the guy's lines, but uh, I, I I'm not sure if like Popstar had anything to do with it, but okay, I, I feel like I did well for the audition. I I can't say because I'm not a casting director, so I don't know what they were thinking, but I'm happy I got to do it. Yeah, um, I, I'll say you know sort of a segue into what you were saying. Uh, the the can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. 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 Um the the scene when you're on stage is I think it's amazing. Um I can rewatch that's like one of the most rewatchable parts of the season for me and um my wife who is very into food is very confused by your take on the role because we were trying to figure out if it was pozole the Mexican stew or for Jules, the Italian it's beans. Yeah. yeah, it's Italian. Um, it's the wedding soup and beans. That's <laughs> and it just makes it so much funnier uh, because there's like this mystery to it. Um, Jared, what what do you uh, what stands out for you in the sketch? Yeah, well, first of all, I love the sketch. I I, I think it is heartwarming. Um, I, I the love story is like I mean it's a minute long maybe but I actually really like it um, and I love the premise too like the guy like is just jawboning with his friends and like just complaining about their wives and then he has like a moment of crisis and he like thinks back to all of the great moments they've had together and her support of him. Um, I also love that the poker night was going to be a sleepover, which I think is a yeah. very <laughs> and the, the way the beds are laid out. Yeah, I, I know they're all like next that to in the other. script. I remember yeah, seeing that in the script and thinking hilarious. that was funny as hell. And Bro. the host is like, "You always leave. You never stay the full." Night. I mean, it, it's it's great. And then yeah. obviously, like I, I think you killed it. The Jamie Taco character is just great. Like it's. It's phenomenal. I, it's funny you were in the trailer for the show, and I, you were kind of near Odenkirk scene a little bit. And I thought it was like maybe you were like a younger version of Bob Odenkirk, and then um, in like a flashback or something. But like I love the way it came. I, like I, I love the sketch, and my friends here are all like putting it in their top three right now. Um, like people are blown away by it. I love. Yeah, I think it's great. That's not really yeah, a question. I, That's just my take on the sketch. Oh, <laughs> it's it's okay. You're you're not wrong. I thought it was a funny sketch too. Honestly, like it's like if you're able to make the sketch have a different kind of emotional feel, like it's yeah. funny and it's heartwarming at the same time, which is what's yeah. special about it. So it like hits two different sets of emotions on the nail, or it hits the nail on the head rather. Yeah, uh, and you and you worked closely, obviously with. Paul Walter Hauser, who um, you may never be able to see the sketch in the same way now when you know he played Richard Jewell in a movie about Richard Jewell. Yeah, uh, I know he so played Richard. I, I know he did that. <laughs> I just, I, it's acting. It's just part of the gig. Everybody's got different characters for different things. So, like, absolutely. Like, and and the sketch for this, I'm obviously a complete jackass who steals everybody's <laughs> lines, but like, I. 
I'm not like that in real life, so it's just kind of, it's part of the gig. You just gotta go into the guy's head and uh, try and pretend to be that person as hard as you can. Yeah, you have a brilliant moment where you uh, <laughs> sort of first, we first encounter your uh, chemistry or, or lack of chemistry with, with him uh, backstage from the show. Um, and he tries to sort of work things out with you. And I love the uh, sort of shoulder bump at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I thought the shoulder bump was funny. They um, they, they did a few different uh, takes of that for um, that whole scene. They wanted me to try doing it in several different ways, and it progressively just turned into me being more and more dickish and snarky. And I think they really pulled it off well in the editing. It, like, it, I I look like a jackass, and it's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> they pulled it off so well, man. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's just that whole uh, the whole chemistry between them is amazing. And then obviously, um, when you guys are on stage, um, I absolutely love the I, I bet you did more I, i've done more than one take of the line where i've got 1500 guys that'll pop you oh um, yeah i i've had a few that i uh, fumbled on that and we had to retake it it's really hard to talk like <laughs> it, it's, i'm just having a hard time talking at normal speed man talking at super jamie taka speed that's hard <laughs> as hell man like that took a few tries and it's just rehearsing for that but um they did a few different versions of that too for the one line that i say i got about 1500 guys will pop you and then ah my fazool that's <laughs> supposed to be a pause in between that and then eventually they just started redirecting and it was like what if there wasn't a pause in between that can you just like go into that line immediately after that first line he's so quick. It's like i got about i got about 1500 guys who'll pop you ah my fazool and it just like it has no sense of reality and he's not even thinking like an actor he's just trying to take the lines and yeah. he's just yeah I, that's I all he's going for fun. I don't know what his motivation is. It's just ego or something, but it's freaking hilarious. And, and like, I think you should leave sort of has this like, sort of, I don't know if it's postmodern. I don't know my art terms well enough, but they, they almost know when something's become so unfunny that it's funny again. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously the use of the word jabroni in the sketch. <laughs> it's, so, it's so amazing. Um, I'll slap you jabroni. Um, yeah, and so I'll slap I mean, your freaking I think... head around you, Jabroni. I got about fifteen hundred guys who'll pop you. Ah, my fazool. <laughs> such a such a weird sequence. Like that sentence doesn't make sense, but it's so funny at the same time. Like, it's just... <laughs> um, I think everyone who's watched the scene feels um like a little piece of their heart for the character played by Jennifer Marsala. Um, she really somehow in an i think you should leave sketch just becomes incredibly endearing yeah uh, as the supportive wife it's uh, it, it's really nice man like um it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's just funny to me like i like the way that the show just does comedy where it basically just takes a simple plot and then throws in something that makes no fucking sense. And 
because it makes no sense and it just becomes surreal and bizarre, it makes it like so unfunny that it's funny. That the whole like wife thing, like, oh, she was there for me in my time of need. Like normally somebody would be like, Yeah, when I lost my job or you know, <laughs> when I broke my leg and needed yes. to be taken care of. No, this one was like when that kid at theater club, Jamie Taco, kept taking my lines <laughs> and I was freaking out about Jamie Taco. The things about that that make it funny, like, first off, the guy's name is Jamie Taco. I don't know <laughs> yeah, if it's amazing. a stage name or if he was born with that name, but that's fucking hilarious regardless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, like, just the prospect that some dude is just taking lines for no reason just because he wants to take the lines. Is it? Like, yeah. Is that a thing in community theater or something? Like people just I never, try, I mean, trying I've to get never more? Heard, not the way JB does it. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I sure know. some people like people definitely like want to try getting better roles like that's yeah, right. a thing that happens but nobody just like nobody does what jamie does i don't think that's <laughs> ever happened yeah. on the planet and that's what makes it funny man. <laughs> like, i i also wondered if part of the humor here and i say this as somebody for better or for worse i've often been mistaken for being much younger than i actually am um it looks like the car the actor you guys are acting with sort of the target of the henchman he looked like he was pretty young yeah the henchman uh, or the, the guy that was tied up rather the, the guy who was tied right? up yeah yeah, yeah. and I, obviously I, you're much younger than uh jared is jared's uh he looks he looks 60 but he's only 40 um do you think <laughs> some of the the humor was supposed to be that um was that that uh the the main character was acting maybe in something like in a in a play for younger people younger than him that's what i always I didn't wondered. even think about that now that you mention it that is like extra funny and bizarre like this <laughs> like 40 year old man is doing a play with like this 18 year old kid that's tied up in a chair and then yeah and he's getting me, bullied me in my early 20s and then there's just paul like towering <laughs> above everybody else <laughs> it just makes it extra uncomfortable and then he's yeah. the one that's like getting bullied he's the yeah one i know that's yeah getting bullied like it's just that's that's i never even thought about that dynamic. that is a good that point yeah funnier. i didn't think about it either uh, <laughs> it just hit me on like the 60th watch i was like wait a minute this kid who's tied up looks like he might actually be yeah, like not even eighteen in real life. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's really I, I hard think, to tell. I, I think he was eighteen, or like, yeah, I think he was like just turned eighteen or something. Um, and I also love that, and this is a classic. I think you should leave thing, which is that like we're just gonna do some nonsensical wordplay that somehow makes it funny. And when he makes the joke, he says, um, "You guys would be clugging a few cans if you had my wife." instead of yeah. chugging which i don't know why it's it's funny to me um like what so um what like what you could you tell us from behind the scenes that people might not have seen that that would be interesting to them okay well this, i actually have a lot to talk about for that um all ears a lot a lot of people 
probably won't be able to tell. So the the Carl Havoc skit where like he's in a mall <laughs> dressed oh, yeah. in makeup yes. in this prosthetic suit and like suffering and hating it. That was <laughs> pre-COVID when that was filmed. Oh, or like yeah. rather before the pandemic was declared a pandemic. This was being filmed in early 2020. And a lot of people probably don't know about that because it COVID has happened and stuff. Yeah. But um for dress rehearsal when they were getting me fitted for the outfit that I would wear, which they had a few outfits. Uh funny enough, the one with me in the striped sweater and the jacket, uh that sweater was mine. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I just brought my own clothes <laughs> with me and they like that sweater and they were like, Oh yeah, let's just use that. So um that was mine but the suit like is what they mostly wanted to do the fitting for was like that outfit i'd be wearing on stage uh the fitting for that was in the parking lot for that shopping mall and like i'm like 99.9 percent certain that they were filming the carl havoc skit during this because like oh wow i was watching that skit there were these orange tables and chairs that they had in the mall that were where the people were sitting where Carl was supposed to grab their tray and throw it on the floor and stuff like that. I remember seeing those tables like when I walked into the mall after I was done with my fitting to get lunch. And that's just something that stuck in my head. And I was like, oh, they were filming that sketch probably when I was doing wardrobe. Wow. Because I I don't think I saw um uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't think I saw Tim for that entire day. He was probably filming that. Yeah, I did yeah. see Tim like plenty during the uh, filming for my sketch, though, because he wasn't a character in that. He was just like helping direct. Um, but I never thought about that until now. And then um, uh, additional information for this, the week that we filmed this. So it was... I had fitting, and then, like, a couple days later, we started filming, and literally in between, like, those two days, on God, um, the mall, no COVID, or at least it wasn't declared a pandemic. Filming, COVID is declared a pandemic. Like, the day, the day that we start filming for my sketch... Oh, man. Um, yeah, really weird, bizarre timing, and I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. Uh, wow. Because, yeah, um, pouring rain in Los Angeles. Uh, we were filming inside the theater, but uh, it was still like the wrath of God was raining upon the ground in the Los Angeles. It was raining, like, way harder than normal. And... Um, COVID got declared a pandemic that day. Nobody was doing handshakes. We were all doing elbow bumps with each other and stuff. Um, There really was no way to distance with each other because of the way that the building was built. It was a very small community theater that was, like, upstairs for this, like, office area in Hollywood or something. It was, like, one of those loft things where you have to take a staircase to get to the place. Um, but it's like one of those buildings, so you couldn't really distance because it was tight, and you had a bunch of people that were there because we were filming that. 
And then the day after, the second day we were filming, uh, everything like changed differently. There were more precautions, and the people that were doing uh, catering for lunch uh, would not let anybody touch the food unless like it was passed to them, and then they were able to go to the table. Hmm. I remember this one guy wow. uh, during lunch uh, sneezed, and like everybody in the room just looked at him. Like he said something racist or something. Like whether it, oh it was the weird, it was the weirdest shit, man. Like everybody just stopped what they were doing. Like one guy sneezes and everybody looks at him like he has the plague. And it, it was it was like bizarre and horrifying in a way, but it, it was it was interesting. And then uh that was on a Thursday. The Friday of that week. Uh, we all got an email saying that set had been postponed until further notice because of COVID. And wow. I thought to myself, well, shit. Okay, well, I'm not working today, I guess. I'm going to buy groceries. I went to the grocery store. Like, the shelves were pretty much all gone. Yeah. Except for the organic food aisle, because America is America, which I thought was <laughs> funny. I don't know why people are like that, man. I buy organic, and I had no issues with most of the stuff I was buying for groceries, but the toilet paper was non-existent. That was the yeah. one thing I couldn't get. It's true. Yeah, but uh, I bought groceries, and I thought the grocery store was going to be closed for like months, so I just stockpiled. I spent $400 in groceries, and I never want to do that again in my entire life. Like, yeah. that was way too much food. And, man, buying in bulk is not fun. No. I'm, I'm a, I don't know why Americans <laughs> do that, dude. It's so weird. Uh, weirdly, uh, I, will... I spent all my money on beans, also known as for sure. Oh, beans, man. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah, that, um... that, that was a long-winded rant, but that was just... That's stuck in my head just because COVID intertwining with the filming for this, like, at the same time, is just bizarre. Yeah. Like, did yeah, you... that, doesn't, that doesn't happen much with, like, filming. Did you have to finish it when, when COVID was done? Or, like, uh, or had you pretty uh, much filmed everything? Great okay, question. Okay, so uh, we... I had... Funny enough, I, I kind of had and then kind of didn't. We had an entire separate scene that got cut from the skit. And that's what we ended up filming, like, after the fact. I didn't get to film that until, like, February of this year. Yeah, wow. wow. So I, I filmed the majority of my sketch in March of 2020. And then got postponed because of covid and didn't hear back about any of this until like january of this year and then we filmed it in like february and i i think that's the longest time i've had in between filming scenes for something yeah i bet uh i mean it, it was a uh, I, I was kind of uh, wanting to keep my hair at the length that i had it to <laughs> because of continuity <laughs> reasons so i wasn't gonna like cut it like right now it's a lot tamer than how i had it in the sketch that one was like way big uh but there's an entire separate scene where like um 
uh, when Paul is like at home with his wife after he goes home and leaves the poker game, he was supposed to be on the couch, like with his wife relaxing and you know spending time with the person he loves. And then they turn on the TV, and then there's like this used car commercial, and Jamie like pops in and starts I stealing the lines. I, uh. I, I, I don't I don't know what they're doing with that or if they're going to do anything with it or what, but like uh, that's that's what I filmed after the fact. Oh, I need to see and that. I love I, it. It, it was I mean it was funny. I hope they do something with it, but like I uh <laughs> Uh. yeah it's um i know i we've had some talk i know you've seen season one jared often feels a kinship with the guy who um has the bad deal with the magician the magician um and the wife sort of loses respect on the on the other uh, side of the coin i'm lucky to say i'm the person who has like the incredibly supportive wife and uh i think the sketch is just made for me and i'm kind of terrified that like i might have to find my JB taco in life um <laughs> uh, but then i guess i'll just realize you know what my wife can do for me anyway that's true she's got um, your back i wouldn't worry about the Jamie taco coming down the line nicholas hope, you have uh, a i hope there's oh, some Jamie tacos man <laughs> i'm sorry i took your line dude you're talking and i talked over you <laughs> it's it's a it's a dream come true um Jamie taco took like 15 of my lines um do you do you have a favorite from season one? Uh, baby of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, it's it's just I I don't know. I I've also been looking on Twitter and I see a lot of people saying that I'm the Bart Harley Jarvis of this season. <laughs> yeah. oh. So like everybody's like making fun of that and like some people I even saw someone tweet that like Jamie Taco is Bart Harley Jarvis's stage name grown up. Ah, all right. Well, I, I, can see I, it. I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's amazing. Um, you've got to be, I mean, if you're going out on the street, I mean, I, the show came out a week ago, but you've got to be getting recognized left and right if, if you're in public, right? I'm, I mean, it literally came out a week ago, so I haven't been out of the house too much because we're in COVID still. And like, Yeah, right. I, I mean, yeah, I pretty much right now, uh, whenever I'm leaving the house is to go to work, or like run errands. Um, maybe once a week I go out and do something for myself. Like I go, I, I collect CDs and stuff. I like music a bunch. So like I'll go to a thrift store and go looking for CDs or uh, records or something and uh, pick some up. But outside of that, like I haven't really been doing all too much outside of the house because of COVID. I just like it's it's weird man like it, it's it's a different world and it feels just yeah. kind of less relaxed and comfortable but we're getting yeah. through with at least it's, yeah i think it's gonna happen for you you know in addition to the to season two coming out like jared sort of mentioned earlier i believe when you have your line in the trailer i think they like cut the music maybe even when you do the yeah like I mean, um, they do that for trailers quite a lot. I mean, they have to if they're going to have the trailer music playing over it. That's just part of editing. Right. But it feels like sound is concerned. when I remember like seeing the trailer, it was like your there was the part of him in the ghost house and your part that I was like, those were the parts that were burned in my head. Um, 
so I think, think I think you're gonna have a memorable run from from. Yeah, I think you, you should leave. I hope they bring me back, man. I would love to have that happen, man. Like just oh. being like a recurring character would be hilarious, and I I would love that so much, man. And I and I have to ask because I'm a I was also a big fan of Kroll Show. Um, I believe you had a role on Kroll Show yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a that was a sketch um, where it was basically a Canadian school for like handicapped yes. people. Yes. Yeah. Wheels and Ontario. Then, yeah, that's what it was. And then, <laughs> uh, it was that, and then they had like this um, Parliament delegate inside the school and i was one of the delegates for prince edward islands and they had me and this other woman dressed up in like gordon fisherman yellow fishing suits (laughs) i think for saskatchewan they had like these two dudes in like giant bigfoot outfits and pelts and something and like they basically were just like taking the piss and making fun of canada and I i thought it was funny yeah, the uh the Wheels Ontario run was really <laughs> funny and he used to have this tie-in where he I can't remember the guy's name, but Nick Kroll would do this Justin Bieber-esque character. Um oh, it was shoot. Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about and I can't remember the name now either now that you mentioned that. Yeah, and it was really well done. I I think Nick Kroll is a genius of sketch comedy as well. What and is comedy this, in uh... general. Oh god, no, I'm trying to look it up now. What is the <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go looking it up. I'm on my computer, but like I, I don't need to do that in the middle. We of the could. Um, <laughs> maybe you could tell us what you, what you want to plug while I try to figure out the um, curl show uh, singer's name. I mean, I have I have an Instagram at official Nick Azarian. Um, I have a Twitter at Nick Azarian. I'm not too huge of a social media guy, but like it is fun being on there now and taking a look at all the people that are like, oh, Jamie Taco is such a dick. It's it's funny, man. I like seeing all that. Like it's it's fun to be a villain. And it's actually I think this is the first time I've ever played a villain. And like. Yeah, I think this is the first time I've played a villain where it's like a serious antagonist that people just everybody watching the show is made to hate him and they pulled it off really well and made it super duper yeah i, I think i, I can't think of any of <laughs> i can't think of any other villain like big villain on the show like straight villains yeah it's uh Bar- yeah, harley very, jarvis yeah i mean it is kind of like a bar harley <laughs> jarvis um just the line you- have you have you ever done anything before that's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a villain asshole line. Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted me to. That that was. I think that was something that they threw in for that bit. They wanted me to like have a conversation with the people around me and then just go like lightning fast through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any other sketches? Have you? I assume have watched season two at this point. Do you have uh, a, yeah. other sketches you like? Uh. Okay. Funny enough, it's in my episode. The calico pants, the calico cut pants.com sketch. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I <laughs> love just dumb, surreal humor. Yeah. That went on for so long. I didn't <laughs> know what it was. 
like it, it was way longer than most of their sketches are but like i'm happy it was that long because it just kept going from Jared, did you dude... did you give i gave i gave yeah i, <laughs> I didn't dude just walking out of the bathroom with a bit of piss on his pants <laughs> the dude's like ah oh, you, you see you got some piss on your pants oh no no those are pants that were made like that like, like first off the premise that there's a website that sells pants that look like someone peed themselves a little bit, <laughs> yeah, but not too much. But the pants are made to look like that. The fact that that would be a website, and the fact that he says like, "Oh yeah, like rappers wear them." The fact rappers would freaking wear <laughs> even that rappers is even weird. Yeah, so like that happens, and then he goes on to say, "Oh, we don't actually sell the pants. It's just a website with the front." Yeah that makes it look like we sell the pants by having it say that we're always sold out. Like yeah, why it, it just, it kept going and just making so many weird left turns that made no sense. It was just fucking amazing. I love and the, the end where he like hold punches that the door, coffee hold cup. that door. Yeah. They'll hold the door. Where, yeah. Like it just, it, the whole thing had so much awkward energy. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I, the subtle thing at the end, I love where he like attacks him or, or um, Michael Bryan attacks Tim at the end and he like knocks his coffee cup and he's like, I've got a video of you punching my cup. And it's just like, if you ever like, and it was like, he was going to hold that over his head forever. It, uh, it makes yeah, no sense. It's, it's crazy. Great. I love it. Yeah. It is a very long sketch. I, I can't stop thinking about Carl Havoc. Like I've been watching that just on repeat. Like it, it's such a just great, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't, like, <laughs> don't want to be around be anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because of the suit. Um, and then Coffin Flop is like just, I, I've laughed about that for a very long time. Um, the whole season's good, man. Yeah, like, it's I, good. Yeah. It's really good. I'm happy with how this. Uh this all went like i'm i'm super proud to be a part of this because I, I just i i like i like having a project that i'm able to watch and be like yeah that was funny i'm glad i got to participate in that and it's just like good memories i'll be able to have yeah i think it'll have lasting power because um you know we found just when doing this podcast like the first season came out several years ago but there's a very devoted community and then as people find it it's just people there's just a outpouring of like love and support for it so i, I think this will stay with you for quite a while i um, hope it does yeah. i have a lot of fun doing this and uh, i i yeah. do like the character i like the show and i i hope this has lasting power i have not gotten recognized for this in public yet because uh, this did just come out like not even a week ago just just wait just uh -oh. it'll happen uh, it's happening it'll happen yeah well, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. There's uh, people on Twitter that have been making comments about that. Like, I, yeah. All right. So on Twitter, I type in <laughs> into the search bar Jamie Taco, and then I sort by latest, and then I just scroll down and like see whatever I find that has Jamie Taco mentioned in it, <laughs> and I throw it a heart. And I've had a couple of people take oh notice of that, and then they like respond to the tweet, and then they're like, Jamie Taco liking this tweet before anybody else is a super Jamie Taco thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not it even is. doing that on purpose. I'm just trying to show love to the people showing support for this. But um, I, I think I also I retweeted somebody did like a drawing of me <laughs> like on uh, Windows Paint or something. And I, I thought it was funny. So I retweeted that. 
um there's a lot of uh visual artists who are fans of the show it's amazing and they're really good yeah um, really good yeah a lot of carl going around instagram right now yeah carl havoc art is just blowing up uh I see it. Of it. Funny, man it's so it's weird with amazing. that one too because like what is he supposed to be because he's like this old man but yeah. he's also super buff <laughs> yeah. and, like in it, like terrifying. A, in like an african like thing or yeah well, it's I like a even, weird like yeah like a vest of some sort yeah it's... yeah I, I don't i don't know what the vest is called but like I, i've seen that in like stuff it's... before but it's just such a weird i'll <laughs> it's such a weird choice of a wardrobe for like and he... such a weird costume already but that's part of what he... makes it so funny it's just uncomfortable and weird <laughs> So and he, yeah, he doesn't look remotely human. I mean, that's no, why people are looking at them. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> the hand, like, the hands tell, like, especially. Like, he's yeah, got no, a prosthetic <laughs> face on. You know, know. but that, that makes sense, because, like, you want to make your face look different. Right. But why do you need to wear prosthetic hands? I don't know. It, like, it's no insane. one's hands are going to look that different. <laughs> I know. That's just part of the extra gag of, like, uh, adding extra things that make no sense it's like it captures that adult swim improvised humor but yeah. like they managed to do it scripted which is really impressive because a lot of those like adult swim type of shows like eric andre for example oh that God. captures that that show captures the amount of bizarre stupidity it has because pretty much everything on that show is just improvised and it's, they edit yeah. the best parts together and just make it as funny as they can. This manages to do it, but scripted. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's amazing. That's pretty impressive because a lot of people can't really do that and capture that energy. They manage to do it. Yeah, I was actually shocked to learn from us doing interviews with actors that essentially that all of it essentially is scripted. Um, yeah. I had assumed a lot of it would have been improv, but it's just not the case. I, no, no, it's scripted. Like, they have us, like, change some lines here and there, but, like, the core idea of the sketch is pretty much just scripted, and they have us change some things around every now and then, but, uh, like, it's not full improvisation like you would expect. Um, yes. Uh, that, so... that... It's completely understandable, and honestly, for a show like this, I think it's fitting to be recording I, I a podcast yeah. in a car. Amazing! <laughs> it's our brand. Very, yeah, that, very comfortable. Something that they would do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a good idea, Tim, for your sketch. Um, yeah. yeah, let us let us know how you can make fun of us because we would be honored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to sincerely thank you, uh, Nicholas. You're the first person we've had on. Uh, from season two and uh, yeah I think you're the stories you told us tonight thank you I had, yeah. a, lot of, uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun being here dude yeah I, and, I got a, and don't be a stranger a yeah when I said I was yeah. interviewing Jamie Taco a lot of people were very <laughs> excited um, a lot of my friends who like the show so you're gonna be a star just just wait just go out of your house a little bit more and I think you'll be yeah you'll be everywhere well our uh, very bootleg uh, video <laughs> capture um software is about to time us out um i see that which actually I, keeps also, it, it keeps I, us on I point also, though I, I, I think i just realized you're in a, uh, you're in a car right now because i see like that little <laughs> that handle that you would grab the passenger seat if like you're yeah that <laughs> yeah yeah he was i'm on it, it, i'm it's... on vacation and oh um, okay <laughs> 
but yeah, feel free to come back anytime. We'd love to chat with you whenever you're ready. Yeah, hey, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks a bunch. I'd be super happy to come back for you. Yeah, thank you, Nicholas. Thanks.